Hey there, Mr. Reddit here. Welcome back to another episode of r slash Entitled Parent Stories. Our first story we'll be reading today. Karen Pithicus Entitled Day gets mad when I don't let her unvaccinated goblin hold my baby. After that, sticky fingers and a green thumb. And after that, sorry sir, I'm not a manager. I'm just a hostess. Now unless you want Karen to take your phone and give it to her kid, please smash that like button. And if you're new, please subscribe and turn on notifications for new stories from Reddit every single day. And if you'd like Karen to record a custom message for you, visit Mr. Reddit on Fiverr. Link below. Karen Pithicus Entitled Day gets mad when I don't let her unvaccinated goblin hold my baby. So, here I am again, with another encounter with the species known to man as Karen Pithicus Entitled Day. I'm on mobile, so excuse the format. This happened when my son was just 8 months old. I was at the time still recovering from the C-section during childbirth and barely went out of the house. It was very difficult to move after surgery due to the stitches and it took me weeks to be able to even walk alone. So any excuse to go someplace was a very welcome change in the boring, monotonous life I had raising my son. At this point as well, my son has had some of his vaccines, but some he has yet to be administered to. As such, I am very careful and particular to who gets to hold my child and make sure that anyone, including myself and my partner, who holds my baby has at least disinfected their hands with sanitizer slash alcohol. My mom often reminded me of this and she also told me to never let anyone kiss my baby since that simple act can harm a baby not fully vaccinated from the transferring of germs. I took her warnings very seriously. She is a licensed nurse and has been practicing her profession for more than 30 years. I am adopted so don't get mad because the math looks off with my age and theirs. We were at an upscale mall, meaning that the shops and food establishments inside the mall were on the high end side of the market. We only go there because unlike normal malls in our country, they have several breastfeeding rooms that are comfortable and private. Most malls only have one station and can get pretty cramped due to how many mothers are visiting that day. I do own a pump and pump regularly, but I find that my son prefers if he can breastfeed from me rather than drinking the milk from his bottle. We were sitting down at this milk tea, boba for those not living in the Philippines, place, just enjoying some drinks while my son is fast asleep in his stroller. It was bliss since that meant I could rest and relax. A few minutes later, we see her. The Karen Pithicus Entitled Day. She walked into the shop with such arrogance that people knew what she was. A Karen. She was the walking stereotype of a Karen. Long French nails, dyed hair that looked like a party central wig, thin pencil eyebrows from the 90s era, obviously fake tan, the whole nine yards. Me and my partner share a shrug. Whatever lady, you do you. With her was her goblin spawn, the larva of the Carampithecus entitled day, aged about nine or 10. Note that both of them are foreigners. I mean, Karen had a fake tan and all, but her daughter is too young for a tan so she has her natural skin tone shown. Her daughter was a Karen in the making. How do I know? From the minute they walk in, her daughter was being a brat. At another table, there was a woman with her dog in a stroller. The little Karen was cooing over said doggo, but when the owner said that she had to go now, the Karen Pithicus larva started wailing. 
shouting that she didn't want the dog to go. She was being so loud that it had woke up my son. Great, thanks you brat. I roll my eyes and go to get my cover up. I use this to cover myself if I ever have to breastfeed in public so other people won't find it uncomfortable if they see me. I then take my crying son and proceed to feed him so he can fall back asleep. He seems to do so for a minute but then just plays with me. This was a cue that he isn't going back to sleep so I tell my partner to take him so I can adjust my top and put away my cover up. He disinfects his hands first and then takes our son from me. Meanwhile, the commotion nearby has attracted the attention of others and the Karenpithecus entitled day doesn't even phase at this. She was looking at her phone with her earphones on, ignoring her screaming child. The woman with the dog was maybe fed up and also ignores the child and proceeds to walk away with her dog still in the stroller. This upsets her spawn and she goes over to her mommy who only now notices her little angel in distress. Karen then looks around and sees her baby's bully was gone and then points to the table next to us. The kid then comes running towards the table and sits on one of the chairs set up. Against all my instincts, due to prior encounters with entitled people, I ignore the daughter and try to finish my drink and snack as soon as possible. A few minutes go by and Karen joins her daughter. It was at this point that the spawn notices my son in my partner's arms. He, my son, was now holding his dinosaur plushie. We lovingly refer to it as Mr. Dinosaur. After George's toy from Peppa Pig, which my son enjoys watching to this day, the daughter whispers to her mother and points to my son. The mother nods and up came to us her little Brad. Our cast. We've got Entitled Mom. We've got Entitled Kid. We've got me, Mama Bear that doesn't have time for BS. We've got my partner and father of my son who is terrified of conflict. We've got the manager, Entitled Kid. I want to hold the baby. Me. Excuse me? Entitled Kid says this part slowly. I want to hold the baby. Points to my son still playing with his toy. Me. Yeah. No. Sorry kid, you can't. Mommy said I can hold him. Now give me him. I want the baby. No. This isn't your mommy's baby, so she can't say who gets to hold my son. It's at this point that Karen walks up to us and speaks. Her voice sounded like a fork being dragged across a board. Entitled Mom. Excuse me? Why aren't you letting her hold that baby? Me. Because that baby is my son, and I don't want random strangers holding him. Entitled Mom. My daughter knows how to hold a baby, so it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Has your daughter had any of her vaccinations? What? Of course not. I'm not poisoning her with chemicals. I won't also risk her with that as they cause autism. Me. Well, that settles it then. She can't hold my kid. Only Satan knows what sort of diseases she might carry because of the lack of vaccines. Now leave us alone, please. We're going. I tell my partner we are going when I hear my son wail. The goblin is trying to grab my kid from my partner. Me and my partner are short. I'm five foot and he's five foot three. My instincts kick in and I grab the kid away from my son by dragging her by the arm after I free my son's leg from her grip. I should also disclose that I have anger issues and aggressive slash violent behavior when I am very upset due to messed up things that happened during my childhood that I am currently getting treatment for. 
I basically dragged the kid away and forced her to sit on the chair. I was heaving at this point, and remember I still have stitches. I grip my wound and just sit down on the ground. Then I feel the mother grab me by my hair, and with my adrenaline, I punch her twice. She lets out a scream, and I fall to the ground again. This time, my stitches really hurt now. My partner was panicking at this point with me on the ground and our son crying from the commotion, and the manager came over to see me on the ground with Entitled Kid now going to Entitled Mom who was nursing the area I punched. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. With Mint Mobile, my connection is so much better than my previous wireless provider, and I'm saving so much now on my monthly bill. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get this new customer offer and your new 3-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/redder. That's mintmobile.com/redder. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/redder. Additional taxes, fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Manager to me. Ma'am, are you okay? What happened here? Entitled mom. That psycho punched me after I defended my baby. She threw her on the ground. Partner. Her daughter tried to grab our son after we said she couldn't hold him. Me. Oh, I think something ruptured. Manager. Excuse me? Me. I have stitches from a C-section. I think it ruptured. Oh my god. I'll call for help immediately. Entitled mom. What? Call for help for me? Not that psycho. She's probably faking it to get sympathy. Me. Are you serious right now? You shallow-minded, egotistical crap stain of a person. Why the heck would I fake having a C-section? If you only raised that goblin of yours right, it wouldn't happen. I apologize if I was rough with her, but you should never tell your kid that she can do anything she wants. Teach her some manners and a sense of boundaries, you jerk. Entitled mom. Don't tell me how to raise my daughter. I am a single mom and a better mom than you are. Not hard to see why your baby daddy left. He dodged a bullet if you ask me. How dare you? Goes over to me again. Me. You saw what happened the last time you put your hands on me. Do you really want to go down that road again? I might be nursing a wound that may or may not have ruptured, but you can bet your fake butt that I will break off that arm if you dare touch me again. Entitled mom backs off and then the manager comes back. He tells me that he called an ambulance and mall security is on their way. My partner was behind me and I took a look at my son. He had a hand mark on his leg, probably from the grip of Entitled Kid. Me. Look what your kid did. What a good mom you are, huh? I'm pressing charges. No, I'm pressing charges. You assaulted my baby and me. Me. Your daughter tried to grab my son and I only grabbed her to get her away from my baby. You, on the other hand, thought it was a good idea to pull me by my hair when I was on the ground due to pain from my stitches and so you got punched twice. How do you think that would look like in a court case? 
My kid tried to grab someone else's kid and she got dragged away by the mom, so I pulled the mom's hair and she punched me. The paramedics arrive and take me to the hospital at this point and the manager was talking to my partner and entitled mom. My partner was visibly stressed now and he was crying. He had to drop off our son to his sister and went to the hospital I was at. Thankfully, the wound wasn't ruptured, but I was ordered to be on bed rest for a week and a half. I didn't press charges as it would have been more of a hassle and I didn't really get her information either. My son is turning two this December and he still plays with Mr. Dinosaur and loves watching Peppa Pig. Next we've got Sticky Fingers and a Green Thumb I work in a job that often requires a lot of miscellaneous furniture and decorative items. This means I find myself at Ikea quite regularly with the shopping list the length of my arm. At this point, I know every shortcut, where all the trolley and basket stacks are around the shop. There are not nearly enough, and I've got the layout down pretty well. It's far from my favorite place on earth, but it no longer terrifies me like it did the first time I found myself walking the 70-mile showroom. Now, my story is a bit like a Russian doll, because I've actually had quite a few different encounters, and each time I think I've popped the head off the beast, there is another smaller, more vaguely annoying encounter lurking inside, just waiting for the next time I find myself at the mercy of the blue and yellow gods. And you can say I'm being dramatic, and I am, but as with any good Russian doll, the tiny woman at the center is always the one to really watch out for. Normally the extent of the encounters I have is someone asking me where something is in the store, or asking me if I can check inventory for something. Is that even a thing at Ikea? And honestly, if I can help direct them, I do, before politely telling them I don't actually work there. I get my apologies and my thank yous, and then I wander off to get the next thing on my list. But then there was the thief. On this occasion, I was in the greenhouse picking up plants. I needed around 40 plants and pots, ranging from succulents to mini trees, and I had five trolleys circled around me by the time I was done. I hadn't really had a plan of the exact plants I needed when I went in, as it's easier to figure out the logistics when I've got the stock in front of me. You also can't order anything from the greenhouse online. So I'm finally done, red-faced and sweating from hauling plants around, and I realize I now have to get me and my five trolleys to the checkout. The way the shop is laid out, this just means getting out of the greenhouse and then dragging my cargo across the warehouse, but it's still a fair distance. I've got the exact stuff I need, and I was paranoid that someone might try and take something, so I did it in little increments, getting all the trolleys to checkpoints along the way instead of taking one the whole way and then coming back for another one. It turns out it was a smart move, as partway through one of the checkpoints, I turned back to see a woman rooting through one of my trolleys. I quickly sprinted back to her. Me. Oh, sorry, those are actually my trolleys. I took the handle of the one nearest to her and smiled. She frowned back at me. But you left them. Me. I wasn't abandoning them. I just have too many to move all at once. She didn't respond. She just turned and walked off to another shelf, and after a moment of watching her go, I got back to the job at hand. It was barely two minutes later when I caught her at it again, this time trying to take one of the plants out of the trolley. I ran back again, starting to get annoyed. Me. Hey, excuse me. Please, could you put that back? She looked a bit startled, but was still frowning at me when she spoke. Why? Me. Because it was in my trolley. You can't just take it out. Well, 
Where are they in the shop then? I can't find them. She gestures with the plant still in her hand, so I reach out to take it back from her. I sigh internally, as I was pretty sure I'd got the last couple and had to diversify my own purchase due to low stock. But wanting to be rid of her, I pointed her towards the area I'd found them and tried to hurry up and get to the checkout faster, but I was not fast enough. I was almost there, almost to salvation, when I found the woman back at my card trying to pull out one of the plants again. I'd shifted them round a little to make it a little bit harder so she hadn't quite freed it when I got there. Me. Hey, I told you, you can't do that. Put it back. No, there aren't any left. I need this one. Me. Well, I'm sorry there aren't any left, but you can't just take one from my trolley because of that. This is ridiculous. Why the heck not? Do I honestly have to wait for you to stock the shelf before I can take them? That's insane when I could just take it now and save us both the trouble. And suddenly, I realized what was happening. Again. Me. Uh, miss, I don't work here. I'm a customer like you. This is stuff I want to buy. I watched as her brain computed this revelation. She looked me up and down like she was assessing whether I could be trusted before obviously deciding she needed to exit the situation. Spluttering something that could have been an apology, she turned and left, walking back to the greenhouse. I finished my relay race and checked out successfully. I didn't see the thief again. In a way, I do get where she was coming from. Someone pushing around five trolleys of foliage probably does look a bit strange among the new couples picking out bedside tables and the families browsing for desk chairs. But then again, I wasn't in uniform told her to leave this stuff alone multiple times and was pretty obviously heading away from the greenhouse where any stocking would have taken place. So, she's also kind of an idiot. I'm not looking forward to the next Ikea trip. Next we've got... Sorry sir, I'm not a manager. I'm just a hostess. I work at a resort restaurant as a hostess, but often work in other positions because my boss believes in having a bunch of skills. I'm basically an Uno wildcard to this restaurant and I do enjoy it. I get a variety of jobs to my schedule, a great and fair pay for each of them, and learn a lot of different skills that help me outside of restaurant business. Our restaurant is in the main building of the resort, meaning the majority of resort employees can be found here, either dropping something off, working in their offices, or passing through for some maintenance job. Every employee has their own unique uniform based on their department and a name tag with their name and hometown slash home country listed. The only exceptions are the managers and hosts slash hostesses who are really only supposed to wear good looking clothes and their name tags. The managers are the only employees who have their positions listed on their name tags. On days when I'm hostess, I usually just wear a dress or a dress shirt and nice pants. On this particular day, I wore the shirt and pants, a combo most managers at the resort also wear. So my story begins on a Sunday evening in early October. The resort is pretty empty as most guests have gone home and it was the time of day where most people don't go eating lunch slash dinner. I was working as a hostess this day and my boss, the lead manager of the restaurant, was hanging around my stand because he didn't have much to do. He even revealed that he was bored and was looking for something to do. At one point, he noticed a bunch of people in our pool outside. Yes. People still went swimming in October, we're in Texas, and told me I should go see if they wanted any food or drinks from the bar as the pool server wasn't on duty today, basically me. 
I leapt at the chance because I didn't want to stand around doing nothing for hours and any opportunity for tip money is greatly appreciated. At one point, I asked an older gentleman if he wanted anything to eat or drink. He said he wanted to wait as his wife was about to come and was probably hungrier than him. I offered to give him more time before I would come back, but he stopped me before I could leave, asking if he could make a request. I stayed to listen because I like to help the restaurant however I can. He started giving me his story about how a bartender serving him the previous night had difficulties getting his room charge to work. This is a common issue with guests at the resort as it could either be their card was declined, they exceeded the credit they put in their account, a tech issue, or a slip up caused by the front desk. The servers bypass it by calling in a request, but to get it fixed, the front desk has to do it. But the issue the old man had wasn't with the charge, but the amount of time the bartender had to wait to get through to the front desk. He mentioned how the bartender was put on hold around two times and kept there for around 10 to 15 minutes. The old man had tried asking the bartender to just use his card as he didn't want to cause trouble for the guy. I asked the old man what the request he had was and he brightened up by asking if we would fix the phone system for this particular issue. I was confused as I thought he was talking about a restaurant issue and told him we weren't able to do it. He looked a bit confused and said, but you could tell one of your managers about the issue, right? After all, I'm sure the managers that work for you must know someone who can fix the issue. That's when I started to realize that the old man must have thought I was a manager. I told him I was only the hostess of the restaurant and didn't actually have any manager duties. He looked confused for a moment before saying, I just thought you were a manager. You sure look like one and you look like you know what you're doing. Just hearing this made me laugh like crazy. I'm a 22 year old woman who's only 5 feet tall and often gets mistaken as a 16 year old. I've only worked in restaurant business for a total of 5 months and the only business experience I have is what I've learned from Shark Tank, an economics class, and a business law class. I've never been thought of as a manager before, yet this man thought I was one of the managers of the resort, not just one department. I was actually pretty flattered. We both laughed about it before I excused myself to check on my hostess stand again. I did take his order later when his wife was there. The two of them were very sweet people and told me their story of how they did nearly everything that day as a cold front was coming in the next day. They asked me about myself, what I wanted to do in the future, and then gave me some encouragement that I really needed. The tip was also pretty nice. And shoutouts to our Regenerals of the Day, Chissy Spider, Drake the Break, Mr. Madman, and Veronica. Become tomorrow's Regenerals by leaving as many Rees as you can in the comments below.